All right, so this is like uh, two years in the future. Okay. You uh, you quit your job? I quit my job? Yeah. Why? You wanted to devote yourself more to your writings. Okay. How does that work out like financially? You have some money saved up. Enough for like how long? About six months. I quit my job so I can just go all in for six months? Yeah. And you kind of figure you're pretty confident that this thing's going to sell. What what thing? You're, it's kind of like a, a musical. I wrote, I wrote a musical? Yeah. It's about the founding of uh, Hershey's Chocolate. I wrote a musical about the founding of Hershey's Chocolate. Yeah, I, you, I can't write music. You learn. I spend the next two years. <sighs> the play is called the musical is called uh, <laughs> Chocolate Scream, oh. and it's about the history and founding of. Yeah, it turns out there's all these these like fascinating details that like are not public knowledge. Like no one knew the real story behind Hershey's. What What's the story? Um, the people who founded it were f- uh, from a different dimension <laughs> a different dimension and like it says this in and then there blended like, in and founded a chocolate company yeah it, it says that in there like <clears throat> brochures and stuff but like what? for some reason it's just not common knowledge yeah they come from dimension z oh god yeah it's a land where um chocolate is like the main uh thing people eat that's how they get so good at making chocolate they come from a ch- the chocolate world of dimension z it's a chocolate world. Dimension Z is a... Cho- How do they get here, Pat? I mean, they don't really explain it, but that's part of the six months they've taken off. seems like somebody research. would ask. Well, that's what I'm saying, is that like you, you can do research and ask people and, and stuff like that. Uh, so you're writing... <laughs> Nobody knows about this? I mean, a few people do. Like People in Pennsylvania definitely do. How come nobody learns about this? It's just not... How is this not a thing knowledge? that people are telling everyone? Um, It's just not common knowledge, you know? Why? I mean, They why? own... Hershey's fucking chocolate. Yeah. So the people in Pennsylvania are like, oh yeah, of course that happened. They don't think that's weird. You know, they're, they're like, I get why you think it's weird, but if you were raised in Pennsylvania, you're used to the chocolate monsters from a different dimension. Holy shit, Pat. Yeah. So you're writing this, uh, this musical and, um, I gotta be honest <sighs> with you, dude. It's pretty good. Fuck you. There's moments of genuine, uh, pathos, you know, the yeah. characters evolve, they change. Yeah. It's clearly stated what their, you know, goals are, stuff like that. Yeah. It's dialogue. a well-written play. The dialogue is so crisp. Yeah. It's it sizzles. It's like bacon in a fucking frying pan, brother. It's a well-written play. Yeah. You're putting you've like shown to the people and stuff and that you've had like you've rewritten it a lot. I mean, you've done uh-huh. you edited it a lot rather. Yeah. Um and finally you're like 80% through. Yeah. And then uh you find out about this new hit musical uh about hershey's chocolate <laughs> and about how like they're from a different dimension and like wow isn't that crazy and people were like holy shit how do we not know this like it becomes this huge sensation so they break the news via a musical yeah <laughs> that's how the word gets out not yep. through like traditional reporting well the reporters report on that obviously after the uh you know, the play comes out. Yeah, but that's the first anybody anywhere hears of it is Chocolate Scream. Or sorry, what's the other? What's oh, the, the, the name of the, of the other one? Yeah. 
Um, one that breaks first. It's called Hershey on Down the Road. <sighs> There's a very poignant scene in the middle of the first act where um, of Hershey on Down the Road. Hershey on Down the Road. Yeah, where one of the characters, uh, Allison Hershey. Uh, sings a song about how there's just Hershey on down the road. And it really like uh, touches people. Like people, it saves lives, dude. There are people who were, who were thinking off of themselves and then they heard this song and they were like, holy shit, life is a, a beautiful gamble. This is the single most moving and moving singular piece of music of this century. Yeah. <sighs> the play wins uh, best song ever award at the Tonys. <laughs> As a new category? Uh, yeah. Well, they only give it out once, and uh, they didn't think that any of the the songs were up to snuff. I mean, they liked a lot of them. But... What were some of the other ones in the, in the conversation? Um, there was one nominated uh, called Me, My Baby, and My Cat Named Tim. Okay. Um, there was one called um, "Hey Baby," and then parentheses, "Don't Kill Me." Who wrote that? Charles Chuckman. Cool. Charles Chuckman. I haven't um, heard of any of these. I, I thought they would have heard of some of the most important songs ever, or best song, best song ever. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why you won and they lost. All right. So anyway, so uh, you kind of devote, you devoted like uh, all your time to this. And you're like, well, fuck, I can't yeah. put this out now. And you're like, holy shit, I'm screwed. I'm out of a job. Um, I don't, uh, my play is all fucked up. My girlfriend's dead. What? There's Wait, all these what? terrible <laughs> things happening. Uh, what? Your girlfriend's been dead for about six months. God damn it, Pat. Uh, you, uh, you guys went to a uh, canning factory downtown. A, can a canning factory? Yeah. What are they canning? Mostly beans. <sighs> One out of every 10,000 uh, is a golden uh, can of beans. And if you get it and like you open it up and you see it's instead of beans, it's just pure solid gold. <laughs> no one's reported finding any yet. They just started it. So you kind of went in there because you're you're kind of you're kind of curious about it, and your girlfriend was like, "Well, you know, I'd rather just you know One maybe have lunch and, and hang out and talk, catch up." And you're like, "I don't know, man. Like this this bean place sounds pretty cool." And so um, you go there, and um, she's like, "Hey, are you hungry?" And you go, "No, I could eat." And then she goes, "Here's a banana," and she gives it to you, and you go, "I hate bananas," and you throw it on the ground. Fuck you, Pat. <laughs> She slips on it, and she's canned into uh, 10,000 different cans. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It is a scandal, dude. Like, how? All the people who buy those cans sue the fuck out of this company. Her family sues the fuck out they, of this company. Wait, they completed, they completed canning and packaging and shipping and merchandising and selling. Your girlfriend. And not uh, noticing. I, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a thing. It's there like, was at no point throughout the supply chain did anybody realize that my girlfriend had been thrown into 10,000 different cans of well, beans. Quality has gone downhill there for for a while. Uh, Holy shit, Pat. Yeah. So you're kind of like, well, what am I going to do now? 
I gotta get a new job. Why? You quit, you quit your job to write Chocolate Scream, and it was a huge mistake. And now, now that you kind of have some distance from it, you look at the script, and you're like, this script fucking sucks. It's like really bad. What a fucking waste. What a goddamn waste. What yeah. a terrible day. What a terrible life. Everything sucks. Nothing is good. Everything falls apart. In a way, it's poetic. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Like every night when you see the sunset, you think to yourself, like, you know, such is life. So you end up working. God, uh, you get a job at a means. pizza place. That's me saying it. Nearby? A pizza place nearby my apartment? Yeah. How, how do I afford to live there? Um, you still you still have some rent. some money saved up. Like you have like Holy probably about shit. two months saved up, <laughs> and also like you know this job is, you know, kind of a job you do in between as you're looking for other leads on jobs. Yeah. And stuff. Like you like you you looked into working in some places, and they're like, they go, kid, we love your resume, but we're just not hiring. Why yeah, they, they took, say that to me? Why they took the meeting with you is uh, a little odd, but uh, you know. that sucks. They called me. They they brought me in for an in person meeting. They take you out to lunch. And Only they stick you with the bill. Fuck you. What? You guys go to Applebee's. Uh, what for the meeting? And they go, "Yep, uh, which is not going to work out." Uh, but you know, thanks. And then you guys all just eat lunch together. Uh, you just feel be awkward to leave. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you get stuck with the bill. So now you're at like forty eight bucks. Jesus Christ, that fucking sucks. Yeah, so you start working uh, at this pizza place. I'm pretty pissed about that. Yeah, you're not happy, but you're like, you look, Aaron. This isn't going to be your career or anything like that. You're just going to go in there. You're going to work. Shitty for- move. Yeah, but you go. It's a shitty move, but you you think to yourself, it's my shitty move. You like straighten up. Fuck. So uh, you start working at this pizza place. It's called Grendel's Local Pizza. God damn it! And this place has been. A hit. A landmark, I'd say. A landmark. It's in a, a kind of a weird place of town. Yeah. Uh, it's called Softville. <laughs> Softville is, is a strange part of Austin. <laughs> Softville? Uh, yeah, Softville. Uh, so what happens, like, there's like- Where's the, Softville? It's it's kind of hard to explain. It seems to change from time to time. What? Um, they, the oldest living tree in the world is in Softville. <laughs> what the fuck? How old? Uh, it is- 5.5 billion years old. Jesus Christ. And it looks like it. Like it looks like it's it you know the trees can't technically be in pain, but it looks like it's it wants to die. God damn. Yeah, so every uh every Sunday uh the people of Softville go there and um they burn an effigy. Yeah. Of uh the fire lord. Who is the tree's number one enemy in their mythology? Uh huh. And uh, they burn it, and uh, they leave it in front of the tree. Uh huh. They bow their head. They back away. Once a week, they do this. Yeah, they worship the tree, but they're also frightened of it. Everybody in town, Softville. Yeah. How many people are we talking? <laughs> Who even knows? I mean, some the government maybe. I mean, it seems like it's a pretty established place. Yeah, the government. You never really find out exactly what the deal is, but you kind of start to get the feeling. The government isn't coming anywhere near Softville. Because they can't find it on a goddamn map. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, it's all over the place, as you say. Yeah. It's kind of like how you know how like the sun is in a you know a different spot from day to day. Sort of like that. God damn it, Pat. Yeah. So anyway, so you work at the Grendel's local pizza and in um, Softville. Yeah. 
And it's uh, it's, it's an interesting place. Um, they have. How do I get there? How do you get there? You just you follow the brightest star. <laughs> it's the only way to get to Sawfill. Is you you see the the star of Sawfill in the sky. Yeah. And the closer you get to Sawfill, uh, the darker the uh, star becomes. <laughs> yeah. And then when you finally arrive at Sawfill, it just like explodes in like a red light. But you see it again later, so, you know. Still kind of freaks you what out a little fuck? bit. What the fuck? Yeah, Pat. Yeah. So, um, God damn it. Yeah. So, uh, you're, you're working there and like things are going okay. It's an interesting place. They, um, they make pizza the old school way. How's that? They don't really give you any details, but they're like, we do it. Everything here, we do it old school. And every time he says old school, everyone who works there straighten up and they all go old school. Oh God. So am I like front of house or something? What am I doing? Um, yeah, you are uh, like delivering pizzas. Deliver, you, I'm delivering pizzas you, like in you, my car. Yeah, you have two shifts a week where you do that, but the rest oh, of man. it is you just kind of doing customer service and stuff. Okay. You um, take the orders, you know, give them change, stuff like that. Yeah, and you kind of start to like working there. Like it's kind of a yeah. fun place. Um, the people you work with are like cool. Yeah, they find out that you do comedy, and they're like, "Holy shit!" Like he's like, "Man, I love comedy, man." And he's like, "Interesting." Yeah, and and he goes, he he's like. You're telling me there's there's like good local comedy, and you're like hell yeah, yeah. and he like it turns him on to this whole new world of uh, jokes. So they're like, they're like you know, your who's friends his, with them. Uh, who's his favorite local comedian? Danny Goodwin. Yeah. One because the first time you ever saw him was at the the Cherrywood open mic. How would he do? He eats shit. God damn. And after it, that, Danny. this guy's like, pick it up. This guy's like, that's my guy. I'm gonna follow this guy's career. From that moment he eats shit on that open mic stage till the moment he plays Madison Square Garden. He's like, he's, I'm, he's, yeah. He calls, he, himself, he calls himself a Danaholic. Oh, man. You don't sense anything sinister. Like him and Danny like hang out. They get like lunch and stuff. He's just a really big fan of Danny Goodwin. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's it. That's, I mean, that's a strange relationship to have with a, a a fan yeah well so, like is a is that person only have a relationship with danny goodwin i mean he goes to shows and stuff but yeah. you can tell this guy you know what side is you know bread is buttered yeah it's what's the his Dan- name again the danny side the name of this guy yeah kurt uh hasselrod kurt hasselrod yeah <laughs> okay uh so anyway, so like that guy's a cool guy. Um, they have like bands and stuff play there. Uh, like one time Beyonce played. Uh, they, they have like some pretty cool stuff going on. Um, at a pizza rolls. place? Yeah. Beyonce at a pizza place. She never like says she's Beyonce, but you can tell. It's like clearly her. <laughs> but it's on a hell of a show, dude. It's just her and a guy strumming acoustic guitar. And you're like, I've never heard her do this, but she's pretty good. <sighs> She's a new song. It's called Free Me From This. <laughs> yeah. And I just heard screaming Free Me From This over and over and over again. That sounds different. That's how the set ends. Done. So it's, it's an interesting place uh, to work at. But the problem is that profits have been going down. Yeah. For a while. And you find out it's, it's a competition. There's a, a new pizza place in town. Yeah. Flat Earth Pizza. Flat Earth Pizza. Yeah. It's uh, sort of a, a pizza place that also, uh, they're like acolytes of Flat Earth. That sucks. They worship the uh, the waiter of the world. 
the flat earth deity. How's their pizza? It's pretty good, dude. It's the flattest pizza you've ever had in your fucking life. That's that's not appealing, Pat. <laughs> you think that? Yeah, that's not I'm not appeal. That's not appealing. Yeah, the flat, like super flat. Yeah, but it's good, dude. Like, is it thin? Yeah, it's thin pizza. Like a flat Earth pizza. Here are pizzas flat and thin. All pizza is flat. But that's kind of their, their like marketing, their tagline. You know what I mean? It's just a whole thing. Yeah. So they've been like eating into your profit margins, man. Like yeah. things are not going well. Um, the owner, Grendel, uh-huh. of Grendel's local pizza. You hear him like quietly crying in like the back of the house. You're the last one there. You're just, uh, you know, polishing things and putting the chairs up. And, yeah. And you hear him, like, softly weeping. What do you do? I don't, I'm not going to say anything. You know, like, I, it, it seems like a place that's not going to give me a lot of information. They don't even tell me how they make the fucking pizza. You hear him moan, if only I wasn't alone. Because if say, only I had someone to talk to. At some point, I go, "Hey, you okay back there?" And he look, and, he, and like, there's it's quiet for a moment. Yeah. He walks around the corner and he goes, "No." And he goes, "Aaron, we got maybe a month left before we go under. That sucks." And he goes, "Yeah, we. I need to do something about this. I, I need don't know. To- you ever thought of bringing in more people like Beyonce? Maybe charging a cover? Jesus Christ." You know what I mean? Yeah. This is this is your fault and your fault alone. An absolute idiot could run this place and make more money <laughs> than they could possibly imagine. Yeah. Beyonce just walks in. They're not paying her shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not right. But you know what? If Beyonce wants to throw a surprise concert, sell some tickets, man. Sure. He's like, yeah, you know, we kind of fucked that up. Yeah. Uh, he goes, yeah, but that situation is pretty complicated. So he's like, look, this flat earth pizza is destroying us. He goes, we need to do something about this. What do you want to do about this? He goes, we got to steal their recipes. Okay. I, we have you have you ordered a pizza from them? He goes, you would have no. their pizza. He's like, yeah, they don't they won't deliver to me. Do you want me to go pick one up? He's like, I need you to be the man on the inside. He goes. I could just go get a fucking pizza. I could just go order a fucking pizza and say, hello, I'd like to order a flat earth pizza, please. And then I would go pick it up and I would bring it back to the pizza place and say, here you are. So you, it's a pizza. You do that. You had a flat earth pizza. Yeah. This guy worked behind the counter, uh, tall blonde guy hands you uh, the pizza. Yeah. He goes, uh, Hey, um, my name's uh, Nate Noyce. I'm the oh, uh, manager here. Uh, it's, it's, this is your first time uh, rocking out with us? Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. I'm getting out of there as soon as I can. He puts out his hand and he goes, it's good to meet you. I say it. I give him a fist fist bump thing. I say it's a germ thing. Yeah. You, you fist know? bump. I blame it on that. I don't really have one of those, but you know what I mean? Sure. You fist bump, and for a second, it's like you're transported to a different place. What the fuck are you talking and about? And you hear the sound of rushing water. What the fuck? You kind of go like, what it. the hell? And you turn around. Son of a bitch. And you always thought the earth was round. 
Yeah. It's not, dude. We live on a flat earth. And you're like, holy shit, how can this happen? Like, what? A, and it's weird because, like, it's perfectly flat. Uh, the water just kind of, like, pours off the side. I still don't understand geographically where things are. Sure. Yeah. It's what's confusing, man. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. You kind of, like, look over to your left, and right before you snap back, you swear you can see a giant hand. Oh, Christ. Holding up the flat earth. Yeah. And you hear a voice saying, uh, We'll see you soon, Aaron. You snap back, uh, and he goes, All right, well, thanks. God fucking damn it. He's got swirls in his eyes. That sucks. You bring the pizza back. Um, you guys like do all this like scientific testing on it to try to figure figure it out, and you come up with nothing. You guys are up for like they wouldn't just the whole like night. talk to an expert baker and say, Hey, Look at this. What do you, what, you know, the properties of things. Sure. You could probably reverse engineer kind of what's in salt. You have a palette. They try know? to do it and they're like, this is the best, most intricate, intricate, you know intricate? what I mean? Yeah. Uh, baking I've ever seen. They go, I have no idea how to replicate this. She goes inside and hangs herself. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she knows she'll never make anything as good. <laughs> so Fuck, it's like, look. that? Uh, Mary, uh, miracle, <laughs> Mary miracle. Yeah. RIP. Yeah. Had a tough life, but you know, yeah. Our final days were good enough, I guess. So, Jesus uh, Christ. So, Mary? uh, they're like, they're talking to you and they're like, look, we tried to do this. The fuck. And it's not working. They go, look, we need you as the man on the inside. God damn it. They go, we need you to go there. We're Why? Gonna, we're gonna Why cut, would I? We're gonna cut ties with you uh, officially, and then, uh, but you're gonna be like kind of like our, our undercover agent. They're like, we need you to find out what, how they do it. Why? Why would I feel so compelled to do this? Because you like the business. You yeah. like the people you're, and you're like, man. And and to be Is honest, that even legal. What? Is it even legal? I mean. If I went there and told them how pizza gets made, who knows? Is that legal? It's a gray area. And you like that these guys, no. and you want it. You want it to stay around. It's been in business for like thirty-five years, dude. It's a part of Austin. I don't think I would commit a crime like that. He goes, he goes "What's a crime? Going in a- there and stealing a rest? That seems like that's goes, a no, crime." No, you go dude. there and you memorize it, and then you tell us that. I'm pretty sure that's probably a crime. It's Mamma Mia. Are you going to do this or not? Jesus Christ. I don't think I'm going to commit a crime. Yeah. I goes, don't think I don't think that that's. So you won't do it. He's like, please. I mean, what? I don't think I would. He, do goes, it. he goes, I'll be your best friend. I don't think I would do it for the love of a pizza place. Yeah. I don't think I would commit a crime for the love of a pizza place. Okay. Maybe that hurts my street rep, but uh, sure, no, I understand. You know, so he goes. They're like, "Oh, okay. Well, I love the place. Believe me, I do. But I, I'm not. I feel like I'm an honest person, and I don't think I have that in me." Yeah. You say that, and they're like, "Yeah, we understand." I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. And then uh, one of the bus boys opens up uh, the door to the kitchen. Uh, there's a dragon back there. Make yeah. It, like. 
blowing fire to make the pizza. That's how it's like. It's like super old school. And uh, he Jesus turns his head to you and he uh, blows all his fire on you. Jesus <laughs> Christ! You ignite instantly. What the fuck? <laughs> A dragon path. People hear your screams from like blocks away, dude. Does anybody investigate? People are like, "What was that?" And by, by the time they show up, you had burned to absolute nothing. And they go, "What's that smell?" And it smells pretty good. And he goes, "Oh, that's our new lunch special." And they all laugh. Uh, so the uh, Grendel's oh, what the local, fuck Grendel's local pizza goes out of business. The um, flat Earth pizza is becomes like a staple of the community. Then one of the, the waiters like goes on a killing spree, and it's also shut down. Jesus so this Christ. This is long after you died. You've been dead for, for many, many years at this point. God damn. Set on fire by a dragon that who makes pizza. That fucking sucks. Yeah. You, you didn't help them out in their time of need, and they punished you for it. Man, fuck you. You know? <laughs> fuck you. That's- What? You want me to commit a crime? It wasn't a crime. It's got to be criminal. Oh. I'm not a lawyer or anything. Yeah. And you're, not, and you're not alive. Bitch. 